0: welcome back to the year 2012 thank god wow
1: uh, it's beautiful here and the biggest threat is that we're all gonna die in a mayan predicted apocalypse
0: I mean, <laughs> oh, that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, uh,
1: yeah. you were when? What age were you at this point? Were you twenty?
0: I I think, I think I was, I think I turned nineteen that year because it was. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was freshman year of college and then beginning of sophomore year of college, so. Ish, maybe twenty. I don't know.
1: I I I was either seventeen or eighteen. Right. Wow. What a time.
0: I know, right? Look how far we've come. Oh, wait. Now
1: we're old <laughs> and crusty. <laughs> oh. Just kidding. We're, we'll listen to this much later and be like, oh, those fools.
0: <laughs> those those, <laughs> those damn young fools. I. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about that, though. Let's talk about Glee instead. Yeah, let's
1: not think about the inevitability of becoming so embarrassed with ourselves that this is going to be impalatable.
0: So, Uh, this is... Yeah, we watched
1: the 12th episode of Season 3 of Glee this week. uh, Because on this podcast, we watch episodes of Glee and then discuss them together as a family.
0: (laughs) Yes, because I'm Sam. (laughs)
1: And I'm Maggie. And we're. And we're, yeah. we are siblings. Right. Um, what if we started putting out, like, you know how, um like, those, like, right wing, sort of, like, family values things put out oh um, my God. information about how to, like, talk about media with your kids?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That... <laughs> 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 oh. What if I mean, we that's started kind doing of what... that? But it, it's, kind...
1: it's just about talking about gay shit.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what this is, though. Cause I we're... guess, Yeah. I mean, we I guess we're not telling people how to talk to their kids about it. But, like, we're talking to our inner children about how terrible this show was and how we should have <laughs> learned better things than what the show taught us.
1: I mean, I remember being very frustrated with the show, you know, in context at the time. Sure. No, I But I, 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 I still understand. watched it, so. Yeah.
0: And, like, part of the problem is I, I think... I remember some of that, too, because obviously the show itself is terrible in like, yes, terribly yes. written, and the of characters course, are course. not great. And but lazy.
1: Like... Just lazy production.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, like, as today's episode points out, there's a lot of, like... Real hairy things that Glee just decided to like dabble in, I guess.
1: Yeah. This episode in particular sort of shows like a self-awareness or right. like, an implication of self-awareness that Glee has that then it doesn't have at <laughs> other points. See, that's like know?
0: The, this episode I'm I'm gonna pull a spoiler here. I really like this episode. Okay, but it really right. casts a terrible light on the rest of Glee because this episode <laughs> shows that they knew what they were doing. <laughs> and yet they did it anyway. Like,
1: and that's really the the that's true the crime. crime.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, uh, so,
1: give me the stats for the episode so that we can get into it.
0: This episode is the Spanish teacher. This originally aired on February seventh, twenty twelve, with seven point eight one million viewers, which is down from last week, which had nine point zero seven million because it was the Michael Jackson episode. But you know, still still decent.
1: Uh, and it was written by Ian Brennan. Of course. The boy, uh, directed by Paris Barclay, who has directed episodes in the past.
0: I, I um, also wanted to point out, I looked up Paris Barclay. Yeah,
1: he's one of the few non-white directors.
0: He's he's a gay black man. Yes. And you know what I have to say? That is one of the reasons I think this episode is actually pretty good. Cause, well done, sir. Because <laughs> honestly, if a white man had directed this episode, it probably would have been worse. Probably a I bit think worse.
1: So. It features Ricky Martin. It does. I'm not really sure what his character name is, so I'm just gonna be calling him Ricky Martin throughout the episode.
0: I mean, it's David Martinez, so like. But that's like. You're kind of there.
1: <laughs> it's like the same name, almost.
0: Wow, we're racist now.
1: It's um, not racist.
0: So. If
1: anything, Glee is racist. <laughs> so. Glee is more racist than us.
0: Speaking of, that's we're gonna not a start right off without without a recap into some Christ into some overt racism because oh
1: yeah (laughs) Shu
0: has decided to put on his annual question mark performance of La Cucaracha with the non-Latinx Glee boys yeah Um,
1: it's uh Will Finn Puck and Artie they are all wearing sombreros and ponchos ponchos. (laughs) it's not great no it's really bad and like the Uh, Probably the best part of this scene is, like, how uncomfortable Will looks in comparison to, like, his basically awestruck students.
0: (laughs) Well, no, well, the best part, we do see Santana in this scene. She looks outright disgusted thank god but you're right because will is having this little crisis in his head we get a voiceover as per usual the other students in the room are also not impressed like they're all very confused as to why this is happening And Um, santana in
1: particular looks disgusted
0: yes oh thank god she
1: is the light of my life i love her so much (laughs) like in in the monologue on top which i i am thankful for that we don't have to listen to the song because will is talking <laughs> thank, on top thank of you. it
0: thank you thank uh- you
1: um he's like why am I so out of touch like when did this happen and it's like so have you been doing this every year what happened from the 2011 La Cucaracha to the 2012 La Cucaracha what happened there
0: I don't know but this does cut directly to a scene in Figgins's office
1: where Will is still wearing his costume <laughs> yes and his his stereotypical costume
0: Which, okay, that's a good question, because Figgins tells us that there have been complaints about his teaching style, um, specifically really about this performance, honestly, and like you brought up, he's still in costume.
1: How late, how much later is this? So, it's not in reference to this specific performance, I think. I think it is implied that's what happened, but I don't want to spoil it or whatever, uh, but I think the student who did make the comments... Has plenty of other shit to go oh, on other than this sure. performance.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and so what my favorite thing is, of course, this is going to happen again in this episode, too, but Will demands to know who lodged the complaint. Like, that matters. Oh, um,
1: I, and like, Sue does the same thing. When exactly. She gets a complaint. It sucks. Like, uh, like what? it's like a, if, a, if you're getting a complaint from a student, you don't need to, like, demand who it is so that you can threaten them. Like, <laughs> right? what the fuck?
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, what are you going to do with that knowledge? Go change their mind?
1: In this scene with Figgins in his office, he gives Will way too much fucking slack.
0: Oh, my God. You find no out kidding. that
1: there's a tenure spot open because Hagberg was a Nazi.
0: <laughs> well, uh, okay. She wasn't a Nazi. She misremembered the outcome of world war Two, mm. which is which honestly nowadays is maybe again way too real
1: like yeah like because like the fake news media exists you know and, like yeah the like Kiwanon, yeah QAnon is a thing and so. like
0: yeah and also there are nazis in there america are nazis. so it's like true. hooray it's too real it's too anyway. real now
1: and i mean like it was happening then but it was not it was not known. as the Not president wasn't shown.
0: wasn't endorsing them yeah and the office, uh, so.
1: 4chan wasn't directly nazis yeah. <laughs> well yet.
0: i mean they kind of were but will so will decides that tenure position is going to be his because he needs it to support his family
1: yeah and F- and figgins advises him to learn spanish
0: <laughs> which okay <laughs> as the spanish teacher to earn tenure which let's be real here are you fucking kidding
1: me? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, how does he have this teaching job? How does a principal, how could a principal hire someone who is not a fluent Spanish speaker to be teaching Spanish?
0: And later we do learn that, like, the job market is tight for this, which means yeah. that there are definitely people who are better qualified who would love also, to have like, this job.
1: I mean, like, it's, it's preposterous to say that there aren't enough fluent Spanish speakers to get this job.
0: Right. Because Especially, as yeah. the
1: show reiterates again and again, there are more fluent Spanish speakers in America.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And also, on top of all of this, there is a night school that happens in McKinley. Yes. Which we're going to have to talk about this as the scenes <laughs> come. But, like, does not make any sense. No. But the Spanish teacher for that night school is a fluent Spanish speaker. <laughs>
1: like- oh, man. This episode is, like... Like the the plot and premise, is, uh,
0: I, okay, it,
1: it's it's so paper thin and it's like <laughs> construction.
0: But at the same time, though, any yeah. plot that dunks on Will for being bad great. at life <laughs> is very good because, like, he's a shitty person, and he is. like, let's be real, the reason he still has this job is because he's white. Like,
1: yes ta-da like and i mean he gets a lot of compliments from people in this episode yes after like the it's a strange framing because we get so many instances of like will being being embarrassed of how he can't speak spanish
0: exactly um
1: but then like at the same time teachers are like you're the best person i've ever met i want to I want you to father my children because you're the best person I've ever met. Ew. So we're going to go to the night class right now. Ricky Martin is teaching it. uh, David Martinez. Uh, We get a chill white racist uh, woman in the back who uh, she's like, I'm only here so I can teach my maid to shit somewhere else.
0: (laughs) Which, okay. See, that's like... I, I hate that woman a little bit. At least it also... wasn't
1: like her being like, to tell my maid not to touch my jewelry. Like, at least it wasn't that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, we also, after this, uh, Ricky Martin gives us some projections about how how good it is to learn Spanish because future yeah. projections do show that America is quickly becoming more of a Spanish-speaking country.
1: By 2030, it's like a larger percentage of people will have Spanish as a first language, all this kind of stuff. Somebody mentions his teeth. Yes, (laughs) Uh, yes. Which is going to be a big part of this character we'll we'll get into it in a second though uh and he's like okay so let's talk about the dentist and then he goes full immersion and just speak starts speaking to them in spanish and he's like hey repeat after me and like will you can hear him stumbling through the spanish oh
0: my god yeah Uh,
1: and it's just like dude you teach spanish
0: to children
1: what the fuck
0: yeah no kidding um so after this like
1: Okay. Uh, in my experience, a language class by like the third year of taking it is like fully in that language. Does will just not teach Spanish three?
0: I don't know. I, to be fair, I never took German three, so I never mm. had that experience i sure. am I am like half convinced that our teacher knew German. Does that count <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah i really I
0: really wish I had taken a real language class in high school.
1: Uh, like what like uh.
0: Like, Spanish or yeah. French? I feel well, like Spanish I, probably would have been more helpful.
1: I took French, and I wish I'd taken Spanish. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Well, you know, now I use Duolingo, and just today, I picked it up after, like, six months of not using it, so we'll see.
1: Oof. Yeah, you know, I, I had to uninstall Duolingo, because I kept getting notifications <laughs> being, yeah. being like, hey, where have you been? And it's like, <laughs> fuck you, owl. I have a life.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay,
1: so... Will and Ricky Martin end up getting coffee after the night class because Will or, approaches him.
0: Yes, Maggie Cafe.
1: <laughs> Shall we get a ca- cafe? <laughs> well, Will asks if
0: you can buy him a cafe and then they just go to the teacher's lounge.
1: Yeah. What a it, cheap, It's like the middle of the night. <laughs> I don't know why McKinley has suddenly night classes, even though we definitely saw Will cleaning the school at night. There's
0: more that makes this even more boggling, but this is definitely part of it. We've never gotten any We've never gotten a hit that there is
1: night classes here at McKinley. Will is rightfully embarrassed during this coffee date. Like, he's just sort of like, yeah, I'm trying to brush up on my Spanish. Yep. But I don't think he's ever, like, truly exposed And I wish he was. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
0: to be fair, we get a lot of this episode's Will says things in Spanish that don't make sense. And the characters who do speak Spanish... Just sort of nod
1: and smile. Well,
0: no, no, they look confused, but then they Mm -hmm. just kind of brush it off because they're like, oh, that's right. He doesn't know
1: Spanish. (laughs) So we find out that Ricky Martin is a former tooth model who wants to give kids duende. (laughs)
0: You know what's you know what's really fun about Duende? I looked yes. it up. It's actually in the English dictionary. It yeah. was it was transliterated from Spanish into English, hey. and it and it means the same thing. It's like passion, like a, a sense cool. of passion. So uh, Will, Will so, doesn't know Will doesn't know English either. It turns out
1: Ricky Martin is like, oh, you teach Glee Club also? That's great. I wanted to do a Glee Club for night school, but then we'd have to meet at two a.m. <laughs> then will then will steals his plans yes. uh, of singing in spanish well uh, yeah he's a jackass he's a jackass <laughs> that
0: and also one david does compliment will on his glee club which is ugh. Ugh. but also as part of the character ricky martin does explain the parts about how like oh you know Studies have shown that learning something using music is a much easier, like, helps people learn things much more easily. Like, especially when it comes to, like, different languages and stuff. And then Will has this inner monologue where he he thinks, oh, if I can get some of my kids speaking Spanish by the end of the week.
1: I'll be the best teacher teacher of of the the year. year. Tenure for me.
0: That that is... He... I don't know. The part of it is that, like, Will is obviously stupid. Yes. But how would you think that, like, by getting kids to sing a song in Spanish, they'll suddenly be speaking Spanish by the I end of I don't know. A and week. it's not
1: like all of the Glee Club is in his Spanish class. No. So, like, What? like (laughs) it's dumb yeah so we get to the next scene sue is torturing some teen boys um (laughs) it's all like the glee club boys and she's like talking about masturbation um and Says some homophobic shit to Kurt. Well, and also
0: ableist shit to Artie, which, yeah. to be fair, I think that joke is like half funny because Artie, she's, she's essentially telling them they need to donate sperm. Um, We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But she tells Artie, not you. And Artie goes, I was in an accident. Like, <laughs> which is...
1: Uh, and she's like, still. <laughs> Uh, and then she's like, and porcelain, it should end with you. And she's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what is happening? Uh, then Will basically confronts her and is like, what the fuck are you doing? And she says that she wants to instill the spirit of giving in these (laughs) teens. Well, okay, because-
0: yeah, we find out, so Sue went to the sperm bank this morning, and she was not satisfied with the potential donors that she saw there. So yes. she's trying to expand expand her range.
1: And she went to the sperm bank because she has some pregnancy plans. She wants to become a mother. Uh, she has some DIY frozen eggs from the 70s. <laughs> but okay. Which, but... How could that possibly be a thing? If she is a time traveler, I think she could go back and harvest some, and that's what she's relying on because of, you cannot freeze your own.
0: Of her own, though? That's like a looper situation. Like, you go back in time to find a version of yourself with brittle eggs, and you're like, surgery time! Like
1: Well, she already knows it's happened because the time travel... Because of time travel.
0: That's true. But, like, obviously, it's a fun joke, I guess. But the more fun joke is that Will inappropriately asks her about her fertility as a co worker.
1: Yeah. Th- I mean, lots of people do that this episode <laughs> or, like, either imply, like, either ask or imply that she, she has. Uh, basically, uh, basically, just sort of a like an old coin person there, kind of like <laughs> kinda a dry, wrinkly and an
0: old dried up desert of a uterus.
1: And uh, then Sue solicits Will for jizz. <laughs> well, she she and also that's the end of the scene. She also does oh, make she, it clear
0: she's trying to get tenure.
1: Yeah, tenure for her for her baby. Yeah. Which, again, so,
0: what is what does she teach here?
1: Cheerleading? Because if that was the
0: case, why can't Will just teach Glee Club? Like.
1: Uh, well, the Cheerios are definitely more successful. Yeah, but than like Glee Club. I mean,
0: I guess to be fair, it doesn't seem like Coach Coach Shannon Beast teaches anything either. She's just the coach.
1: I think Shannon might teach like weightlifting or something.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. I don't think Roz teaches anything.
1: Yeah, she definitely only does <laughs> synchronized so- swimming. I don't know where McKinley just has like this budget for like Sports, a bunch of yeah. different like sports things it doesn't really make sense yeah so in 2030 um in well new, for new directions one second
0: <laughs> before we get to 2030 oh
1: we're not there yet sorry i missed a part of my notes Go yeah ahead. no
0: worries uh sue also got complaints about her teaching which figgins <laughs> yes. informs her of um again like we said she demands to know who did it which again What are you going to do with that information? And then we find out Roz is there because she has some constructive criticism for Sue's cheerleading technique. I
1: want to make a note for people who haven't watched any of it. uh, Roz wears her bronze medal all the time. (laughs) And
0: she also wears a tracksuit, much like Sue, which is very good.
1: (laughs) Uh, Because she and she also has sort of like a blonde haircut. Yes, no, that's true. Almost like she is trying to, you know, single white female her, except (laughs) not that. (laughs)
0: Not, except definitely not that. Good job, Maggie. Um, (laughs) Well, I
1: mean, by the premise of the. uh, No, I know.
0: I know. (laughs) It's just funny. Um, But yeah, so um, we find out Roz is offering some quotes, I'm quoting here, crunk for the Badunkadunk. Yeah. Because Sue's cheerleading moves are from the 1950s. Um, Yeah. And Figgins is horny for it. Like That's maybe literally.
1: Because like Figgins has been a prude in the past. <laughs> right?
0: I I honestly think that he is actually just he just has the hots for Ross. Like Maybe. I think he's I think he's infatuated by the fact that she is a strong powerful woman and an Olympian. So, yeah.
1: I would I would be at least intimidated by her for sure.
0: <laughs> I would. She is very intimidating. But now, <laughs> so, back now to we're 2030. Back in the,
1: we're in the choir room. Will has written 2030 on the whiteboard and is asking for where the new directions think they'll be uh, in 2030. Before yeah. we get to their reactions, where do you where do you think you're going to be in 2030,
0: Sam? Um, I mean, I honestly don't know. I don't Probably know not either. speaking Spanish. Um, no. But not
1: if not if I keep treating the Duolingo owl this way, no.
0: <laughs> God, Maggie, we're never gonna get sponsored with that kind of attitude. Um, <laughs> so, so but sorry. No, but no, uh, the thing about this is really terrible.
1: Oh of, yeah, uh, Puck's line, huh?
0: Yeah, because like future curse. This show is a fucking curse, and like, yeah. not good.
1: Yeah, I have the direct quote here. Puck says, "In jail or dead, or both." oof yeah, which um, is sort of exactly how it played out.
0: Yeah, so kind
1: of a big bummer.
0: Yeah, but I, I the other ones luckily aren't as morbid or.
1: Kurt and Rachel both say prophetic. Prophetic. Broadway twinsies.
0: Ah, uh, I love the word twinsies. But- Do you? <laughs> but anyway, I mean, so essentially will is stealing this lesson from ricky martin Almost exactly
1: almost word for word (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so he sets to the to the new directions only latin songs only songs by latin artists or bilingual songs
0: yeah which yeah we're like let's let's just keep that in mind for the future i
1: find it sort of weird that like like the use the use of the word latin yes um like it doesn't really feel colloquially natural No. I guess now you would use, like, Latinx, right? which was not a thing in 2012, I bet.
0: No. Also, Will has a bit of... Because Santana's like, are you, like, why now, question mark? And Will informs us that, as a white man, he loves Latin culture. He loves Latin food. He loves Latin people. He loves Latin And here's one of my
1: Latin friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God yeah because yeah i mean here's the thing again this is like not kosher but i do hmm. love the fact that this plotline is dunking on will for being a bad person no
1: i love it i it's, love it
0: it's very clear that like will is not in the right here like we're supposed to be like will i don't think you're like I, we know that you're doing this because someone complained and like you don't really come off as that legitimate in your whole yeah. like I love Latin everything act. So
1: well, the reason why he's doing this is to get tenure. Like right. it's only for money. That is his goal, soul,
0: soul drive. Yeah. Ugh. Um. So yeah. Ricky
1: Martin shows up to to make everything better. Um. And he is he's better than will in every way uh, pretty
0: much yes
1: <laughs> uh kurt and the girls and sort of arty all hardcore swoon
0: which yeah i mean everyone essentially just falls in love with ricky martin how Wouldn't could you know yes with his obviously. beautiful
1: white teeth yes uh, uh and uh th- this is ex- like will says exactly this is one of my many latin friends And, like, gestures to Ricky Martin. Because, like, Santana's like, do you even know any Latin people? And then (laughs) Ricky Martin shows up. Uh, So, then they talk about Duende some more uh, and having Duende. And Finn's like, what even is Duende? Uh,
0: Duende? What is that? (laughs) <laughs> but yeah and uh, then,
1: they talk about it how it means passion and whatever yeah and then ricky sings
0: ricky Martin does a very sexy rendition of i'm sexy and i know it by maggie i don't know if you remember this pop group, lmfao <laughs> i was making a joke <laughs> oh. about the fact that like they had two hits back in 2012
1: yeah they had uh, this one and um
0: party rocking shots
1: <laughs> they also had shots Right. Oh, that was no, them. no.
0: I think shots of someone else.
1: Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm in the original music video for this when they do the wiggling bit. It is a zoomed in banana hammock.
0: Yes, which they don't Dick go wibble. that far with the sexiness when
1: they when they wiggle it's like their whole body is kind of like wiggles concert style Uh,
0: yeah i was i so one note before we get into the song there is a moment right before when it starts where quinn is literally like so quinn is sitting between britney and uh sugar sugar's reaction
1: is the best one (laughs) though. well well, but quinn
0: has grabbed both of Sugar and <laughs> yes. Britney's knees and is leaning forward, and it's so good. I was just yeah. like, oh god, because they're all, the, all like, yeah, yeah. The
1: the individual New Directions acting here is dope, it's really good. <laughs> um, br- at the very beginning of the song, like, the, uh, like, <sighs> bits yes britney is like crouched and it's sort of like doing like pump up arm motions like yes. yeah <laughs> i loved it um yeah so they sing sexy and i know it it's really good it goes uh in between full english full english some spanglish and some spanish yep it's great um everyone yeah. has a really good time well except yeah for will who's just kind of like uh most yeah of, so through most that of it.
0: That is one of the best parts as Will Kind of gets like pushed out. Um, but well, before, also
1: before Ricky starts singing, Will is like, remember, this is a safe space.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And we don't know how good this is going to be.
0: <laughs> but one of the notes I did, the only real issue I have with this song, there's a part where Corey Monteith body rolls. And it's,
1: okay. I have a note about that body roll also. Uh, What I said is that it's better than Sam Evans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The bar is so low, though. Oh, God. But I mean, you're right. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh, no, please stop. (laughs)
1: Uh, Well, they sort of like the entire camera goes over there. Like, this is like a penultimate moment. It's like Finn doing this body roll. because Everyone's like looking at him and it's like, yeah, do it, Finn, do it. <laughs> I mean, oh jeez, in in
0: typically fashion, it's a big number, everyone gets excited, they all run around a bit, there's some dancing, there's some yep. wiggling, like you said, not not tits and not tits and dicks, but full but body sort
1: of like you know arms and legs
0: yeah. um, but uh, but I mean it's it's very good, also you know, Ricky martin, like Ricky Martin though Ricky martin though <laughs>
1: uh it, it just proves like and this scene is so good because it's like, wow. This guy is better than Will at both of his jobs. <laughs> Why yes. can't they just replace Will Schuster with this person?
0: It's like when it's like when they had Gwyneth Paltrow on the show. I know yeah. our podcast has had some like feelings about Gwyneth Paltrow, but like Holly Holiday was amazing. It was great. Yeah. So. This is
1: this is a very Holly Holiday kind of vibe. Yes. Here. Yeah. Uh, uh, but sadly Will is not gonna date Ricky Martin. He would be a better person if he did.
0: What do you mean, sadly? I don't want Ricky Martin tied to that anchor. I'm
1: saying that it would make Will a better person.
0: I don't know if it would. I think (laughs) it might just be a drain on Ricky Martin. Anyway, then we cut to some new pamphlets in Emma's office.
1: Sam Sadie's are seeking counseling from Emma. Uh, And with these new pamphlets, she basically shut, like, slut shames Mercedes. (laughs) And also, Hardcore.
0: Also, in a sense, kind of slut-shame Sam.
1: Also Sam. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Well, because so Emma is excited. First of all, what's fun about this, at least in my... like, I think what's fun about this one is that Sam and Mercedes are describing their relationship issues. namely In pretty that,
1: frank terms.
0: Yeah. Na- namely that they don't have one, technically, and Mercedes is in a different one, and yet they still kiss and all that. They talk nonstop from the beginning of a scene for a good like two minutes and then Emma just kind of like stands up and is like I have some new pamphlets and then hands them to them. Um they're not great. I, I don't think this is cool. But no, they
1: uh, be- they say so you're a two timing hoe and so you're dating a two timing hoe.
0: Yeah, it's not great. No, no. Um
1: Uh and here's the thing that I ha- that I have to say about this. So the writers don't know how to write for Sam Sadie's. They just no. don't know how. Yeah. Uh, because, like, we very rarely see them talk to each other. And when they do, it's really just singing. Yeah. And then they kiss some, and that was it. Like, they, we haven't really seen an actual conversation between these two characters.
0: That's true. It's also interesting, like, I feel like they have done this before, too, but I couldn't name, like, a specific pairing, maybe, but, like, this is very blatantly obvious, because like I was saying, they talk for two full minutes at the beginning of the scene, but they each talk at Emma. They don't talk to each other. they don't talk to each other. No.
1: They, like, it's just them being like, we're confused. Yeah. Help. Yeah. Um, we, oh, we do find out that Sam is staying with the Hudson Hummels that's That's true he's living uh and then emma does something she first she negs texting (laughs) which i i honestly just find annoying like it's very like talking down yes like it just seems ageist it's gross It's,
0: it's crotchety it's like hating millennials very but to be fair and
1: as someone who's in a long distance relationship like texting is not an invalid form of communication no
0: if anything
1: it's very valid because you like have to really think about what you're writing
0: well I mean you should think about what you're writing but yeah um, whatever I mean I think the point that Emma's trying to make I I understand where you're coming from and I do think there is an air of that but the point that Emma I think is trying to make is that they are in constant communication Mm. But but
1: are they? We don't know that. We, I they mean, that's say fair. it.
0: <laughs> We've seen texts, Maggie. Um, mm-hmm. But no, you're right. Like I think...
1: one word, text, in all caps.
0: I know. Which... With
1: no text chain behind it. <laughs> that's the. I
0: guess that's part of it. It's like my interpretation was that Emma is saying that like they talk a lot, but it's not a lot of substance, Sharing. substantive yeah. talk. There's um, very
1: little like communication. There's talking, yeah. but there's not really communicating and then she discourages them from talking to each other which is not a i don't think that's a very like productive therapist move in my opinion i think i she says for a whole week you're just gonna think and you're not gonna talk to each other starting now which
0: okay also i mean you're Hmm. right i think it's a bad move for a therapist to be like Don't talk to each other.
1: (laughs) No talking. (laughs) No communicating.
0: Her point seems to be that it's like what I would think is like the equivalent of like taking a spa weekend by yourself, which is you need to like stop, like you need to cut everything else out and just listen to your heart, you know?
1: Definitely. I think the root of it is like remove yourself from the situation so that you can evaluate what you truly want and then you can make a decision. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, let's mean, move forward. We can't discuss Emma's counseling techniques because obviously Ian Brennan doesn't know what a count, like a high school counselor does for real. Right. Yeah. He doesn't so, know.
0: Yeah. So, well, they make pamphlets, Maggie, obviously. So <laughs> the next scene is some new moves from the Cheerios.
1: Yeah. Roz made a Cheerios routine. Uh, I'd say my general critique is a lot of stomping. There's a lot of
0: yeah. stomping. Um, I wrote a note I said it was very modern which I wanted to mm. like I want to clarify not white I guess like
1: yeah the, sure yeah
0: it 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 has a lot of like hip-hop-esque moves yeah it's so. definitely
1: hip-hop inspired for sure yeah. it's fine I think yeah. I don't know it doesn't really look all that different from the other Cheerios routines we've seen in my yeah, opinion I would, like I would there say are definitely too. parts of Cheerios routines that look just like this.
0: Which that's, I guess, part of this is this storyline is supposed to imply that, like, Sue's moves are from the olden times or whatever. But to be fair, I don't think we've ever really seen a, like, what I would call a 1950s routine. No, from, I mean,
1: the last the one we curious. saw, they were shooting fireworks out of their tits. <laughs> Which is
0: very 2011. Um, <laughs> but we find out what what happens here is that after the performance, Sue accuses Roz of trying to steal her job when she goes on maternity leave.
1: And Roz is like, with whose baby?
0: No, no. What? With who's, no. <laughs> well, Sue, oh, yeah. Sue says, it's important that we get this line right, because I do actually very yeah. much No, I'm ready it. for it. Give Sue it to says, me. Well, because Roz is surprised, she's like, what do you mean maternity leave? And Sue's like, I'm going to get pregnant, and I'm going to have a baby. And then Roz says, with whose vagina?
1: <laughs> <laughs> With whose vagina? <laughs> That's the line.
0: So uh, this essentially prompts a very mean bullying monologue I from the. I really Roz. liked
1: it, though. But
0: it is very good.
1: <laughs> she so she lays good. it to Sue. Yes.
0: Like she, she makes some really mean comments about Mm. Sue's age, the viability of her vagina and her body as a woman in general, how Um, she's
1: going to produce a full grown person with a briefcase (laughs) and a cell phone.
0: What ends up happening is Roz reveals that she's already trying to steal Sue's job by yes. cozying up to Figgins anyway. So- yeah, and
1: uh, Sue's like, Figgins will, ne- like, you'll never get my job. Figgins will let you. And Roz is like, Figgins is going to give me your job. <laughs> yes. I'm an Olympian. I ate noodles with the president and I had a threesome with Michael Phelps. I can do anything.
0: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> If you can <laughs> if you can have a threesome with that guy, considering the face, like anyway. Oh um,
1: <laughs> that's judgy, man.
0: <laughs> well, I'm talking about Roz who is played by Needy Leaks who just did one of the most burn burning monologues. Yeah. Um, well
1: I, I think Michael Phelps I mean, he's not yeah, great looking, a, but he's not just terrible put- looking
0: just like Finn did at the beginning during the I'm Sexy I Know It song just put a big cardboard box over his head to mimic the music (laughs) video okay Um,
1: listen I think Michael Phelps is at least interesting looking (laughs) like he's (laughs) yes that's
0: what I want I want someone who's interesting looking (sighs) Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah anyway you're, you're
1: mean i mean okay there is a point in this episode where like finn is described as like a hot jock i would say michael phelps is hotter than finn yeah especially I when he's like... wearing all seven gold medals around his neck all the time that's true he's, he's got more than that but you know what i'm saying like yes. that one time magazine cover where he's wearing all the medals on yeah his bare chest.
0: i i would say that michael phelps is definitely less fluffy than finn looks mm. um He's, he's much more streamlined, you know? Anyway, yeah. um, so one of the other things, too, this ends with yeah. Roz telling Sue that she hopes that her future child likes to eat sand mm-hmm. because that's all that those sad saggy boobs are gonna produce
1: she says oh, wrinkly she says <laughs> yes. wrinkly boobs those
0: old wrinkly boobs um,
1: <laughs> Nene Leaks is great
0: <laughs> she's amazing i don't know um, like
1: maybe like the like housewives show is just the like the best place to sort of hone your comedic this- tone
0: maybe I don't know I've never watched it maybe I should I'm a gay guy so it seems right up my wheelhouse it's, it's in
1: your yeah it's in yeah. your area the, but um yeah the next scene are we ready or do you have something well, to say was, about Roz
0: I was gonna say one of the weird things about this episode is they're trying to humanize Sue yeah <laughs> which because the end of this scene Roz walks away after that sick burn and Sue just kind of stands there and is like I can do anything I want I like in like, but like not in the confident way that we're used to seeing Sue. In kind of a like, I don't want to say defeated, but like mm. getting closer to that than she sure. normally is, which is strange because Shaken. Sue's yeah, human. Exactly, it's weird because. I feel like we've teetered back and forth between whether Sue is super just villain all the time, or is also Mm -hmm. a person. And like recently, it's felt more villainy. So
1: of of course we have. It's Glee. You know they can't write a fucking consistent character. Why would they?
0: (laughs) But so this episode goes very hard on Sue as a human, and we're supposed to feel bad that someone just said (laughs) her old wrinkly boobs will produce sand.
1: I'm I'm not feeling. I'm not that sad either. Okay. So, the next uh, part is we're in Rachel's bedroom, and we've got Rachel, Kurt, and Mercedes watching, I think, probably Eclipse from okay. the Twilight series.
0: Yeah, you know what's weird about this? What? Like, a couple days before I watched this episode for the first time last week. Sorry, mm-hmm. not first time ever, but for the purpose of this podcast. Yes. Um, I had just watched the Lindsay Ellis video about how she's sorry to to stephanie meyer for how Lindsay society Ellis treated is a genius
1: her. by the way look up yes. Lindsay Ellis on youtube she's a genius
0: which it was uncanny i mean to be fair it is from 2012 so like yeah. it was definitely still part of the cultural zeitgeist but like i was like the universe is strange you know <laughs> like yeah. it just is well um,
1: okay so one thing i'd have to say is that I think they're probably watching Eclipse because they're talking about the love triangle and like Bella choosing, which is in that movie. Um, I think.
0: Yeah. I read Uh, the books back in like 2008. So I couldn't tell. Yeah,
1: Well, the first book is all about uh, falling in love with the vampire. Uh, And then the second book is about him leaving and falling into a very deep depression. Yes. And 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 then
0: the third one was where we introduced the werewolf love well, connection were- yeah
1: we you find out about the werewolves in the in the second one
0: right um, and then but- the
1: third one is all about like everyone the gang's all back together and bella is like oh no it's yeah fun.
0: i mean so uh, the uh, the comparison here is obvious mercedes is not sure who to choose
1: oh uh, before we get there i just want to say the music that's coming from the tv is like so not twilight movie music (laughs) yeah no it's just like generic sound um which is like so fucking lazy like you couldn't even have like because twilight does the thing where it's just like sort of like low orchestral tones sure yeah to like imply feeling like i don't know why they couldn't just have that sort of music instead of like this sort of flowery elevator garbage
0: well, Maggie, it's they probably didn't get the rocks. Anyway, um, it
1: just shows that, the, of course, they are like, and I don't know. It, I don't really like the vibe of this scene where it's like, oh, look at these teenagers watching this movie that we yeah. all hate. Wink, like, right? It's like, well, fuck you, Ian Brennan. You can fuck right off.
0: Well, because it's it it is the like it is one of the gayest characters as well as another very gay character and then also another character that is their friend (laughs) yeah you're right (laughs) but so like yeah i mean that they're also setting this up because mercedes is talking about the love triangle that is happening without naming any names of course just species Um, yeah
1: she's like how can how can she choose between a sexy werewolf and a creepy vampire i don't know which (laughs) Uh, and, (laughs) and rachel's like Oh, well, she just knows. Yes. Uh, which doesn't help Mercedes in, in her dilemma.
0: And also doesn't help anyone ever. Rachel also says something along the lines of, "Um, like, she knows. She, t- she mentions
1: marriage. It's like, yeah. she, kn- she knows for sure. And when you're talking marriage, you really need to know. Okay. And then Kurt's like, why are you being both so serious? I'm going to make a period joke. He makes a period <laughs> joke. Uh, yeah. And then... Uh, Rachel reveals the Finch the Finchel engagement ring
0: yes which Mercedes and Kurt are distraught because mm-hmm. they should be because this is very upsetting
1: yeah Rachel has it on a necklace that she pulls out of her onesie uh. yep
0: well I mean they're they're wearing their sleepy clothes because they're watching a movie and eating three bowls of popcorn so they can each individually eat from a bowl of popcorn well
1: they're all different flavors there's a the part where they all trade yes <laughs> Uh, and they're just, and Kurt's just like I'm gonna go home to yell at Finn but. Yes.
0: <laughs> which Rachel's like no you said you wouldn't tell anyone even though I didn't actually have either of you say that I just asked <laughs> you not to tell anyone and also if Blaine asked you to marry him you would do it so you can't judge me for this <laughs> Kurt <laughs> which Kurt is like huh, I guess you're right um
1: well it's not he doesn't say that he's just kind of like hmm <laughs> like and Ponders. looks very haughty. like he, he lifts his chin. The haughtiness level goes up with every inch that his chin rises.
0: This gets us a conversation where Mercedes is like, but Rachel, how do you know that he's the one? And Rachel's like, I had to choose to let myself know that, which is the most garbage thing anyone has ever said. Yeah, Um,
1: I don't know how Rachel's really feeling about this for real, because she seems to have sort of like, she's like, listen, I know as much as I know that I'm going to be a star that I want Finn to be with me while it happens. And it's just like, okay, okay uh sure and then she talks about her how she's gonna talk about her hard times on jimmy kimmel which is on the show it's sort of a confused speech overall like there's not really a well like a a a true point to it
0: yeah i mean we know this already rachel agreed to marry finn in a moment of weakness she regrets it immediately and like (laughs) Now and she's now in a position where she to can't say herself. no. She's yeah. trying to
1: convince herself that this is okay.
0: Exactly. And she just wants other people to tell her it's okay, too. Yep. Um, but so then this cuts to Mercedes singing Don't Want to Lose You. Um, Gloria by, Esteban's. Yep. Um, to Glee. Um, yeah. It's and in the,
1: almost specifically to Sam. Uh, yes. It's it's a, a alteration from the form because we start in the chairs like the, yes. the chairs on the risers it's weird you don't like it <laughs> i
0: mean it's fine the thing that's weird about it is that so everyone everyone is on these chairs including will and mercedes is facing them on the middle riser sam on the other hand is on the floor as far away as possible looking the I mean, other direction Yeah,
1: looking in the opposite direction like i guess he's taken this no communication thing extremely literally well except
0: okay then so yeah, because what happens is Mercedes ends up standing up and going and like singing at his face. Yeah. Um. And then later he sings a song at her face. So well, like,
1: not even later. Next scene, they right. layer these songs right next to each other, which is pretty annoying. Yes. Um, it's like the first time this has ever really happened, except for like audition sequences sure. and like perform and like uh you know full performances or whatever. And I don't like it. Um, yeah.
0: Partly because it fucks up
1: the timeline. Like, like, is this the same day? Did they watch Mercedes do the song and then they went and changed into their stupid boots? Like, what (laughs) the fuck?
0: Well, and also, it means that we get less. It feels like we get less music overall because even though we get the same amount, it's all clumped up in the middle. And I would rather we get some throughout the episode. I
1: think they should have moved Don't Want to Lose You in front of the Eclipse movie watching
0: yeah well the the implication is that Mercedes was inspired to do it by Rachel telling her that she's got know or something, yeah. which anyway, I mean it's a good song i and I think she sings Spanish it beautifully, lyrics. and yeah. I think
1: yeah, I think she really pulls off the Spanish lyrics well. well that's
0: yeah, that was one of the things watching it the first time- I was like okay i i like Like most people, I've listened to songs that are in other languages. And, like, there are some songs that are in other languages that I really enjoy. And I, like, try to sing along to. It's really hard to sing in another language if you don't know it. Like, And we've never had any indication that Mercedes is fluent in Spanish. So, like...
1: But she pulls this off. It's very good. It's very good. I mean, more credit to Amber Riley, really.
0: Exactly. That's, That's the thing. I think it speaks to the talent of the artist and goes against the reality of the show as it normally does. Like So yeah. the
1: next song that follows directly after, but like I said, who knows if it follows directly after in the timeline, because fuck the timeline. <laughs> uh, it's Bumbleo slash Hero. Yep. Uh, and Sam is on lead with Puck, Mike, Rory, and Kurt. They and are also, in costume.
0: Finn is playing the drums and singing, I guess.
1: Is he in costume as well?
0: He He's wearing a bolo tie. Okay. I don't know if he's wearing the boots. I feel like that would make it hard to play a bass drum. So,
1: mm-hmm. so they're wearing I mean, these boots. Yeah. Um,
0: these boots, though.
1: I would call them like a like a cowboy elf boot.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um,
1: they're quite long, like not yeah. long up to the up the leg, but long in the front. They come up to like a curved point. They're at least like a foot off the foot, like of yeah. Length.
0: They're, they're like they they feel like caricaturized cowboy boot versions of like Dutch clogs
1: yeah yeah sure <laughs> Which, um
0: yeah I mean we're told later in the scene that this is a Mexican fad but, yeah they're, um, they're
1: called Mexican hipster boots
0: yeah what um, I, I didn't mean, look I that know. up I don't know I know didn't if that's, either
1: here I'm gonna google it right now okay. just so that we can uh, to be fair
0: in the no. show we are told that they were in, they they learned this from David Martinez with Ricky Martin. So yeah, like, so
1: we we are supposed yeah. to th- we are supposed to think that this is like legitimate. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there is like a Vice video from 2012. Oh damn, they're so long. <laughs> like they're holding <laughs> them in their hands.
0: Jesus. <laughs> like the tip. <laughs> oh like, no, that makes sense. I I think I've seen pictures of that before. Fuck man. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. But so, yeah, so they sing this. It's good. uh, Bambaleo has Spanish lyrics. They sing them very well. Um, There is some weird cinematography with some weird, like, nauseatingly slow motion bits of the boots.
1: I don't know if they couldn't really do the footwork (laughs) in the boots.
0: I love how that's our excuse for Glee now (laughs) is that, like, whenever they do it, like whenever there's bad co- or cinematography, we're just like, oh, they probably didn't know how to do the dance.
1: I mean, what do you think? <laughs> like, it's no, either it's true. that Or it's like they have just a really bad director of photography. Like, yeah. I guess it could be that.
0: I mean, I would rather it's uh, blame the actors than blame the
1: <laughs> producers. Of I the mean, show. I would say that it's the actors. I'd say it's probably like the scheduling of the yeah, show, that's and true. like how much practice they get on each number.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason they stick Finn behind the drum set, but um, <laughs> yeah. So Ooh. after after this performance, um, Santana turns directly oh. to Shu and says that David Martinez is the best Spanish teacher ever.
1: This taunt, like Santana uses taunt, and it's super effective.
0: <laughs> yes, because then she's, she kind of goes, like, yes. why are
1: you so ina- like inadequate? Why do you suck so bad?" <laughs> Which, yes. Oh, and then, man. Because, I love her so much.
0: Because she she then turns to Sue and says, I can't wait to see your performance, Will, or Mr. Schuster. <laughs> and she's like, well, what performance? And she's like, to defend your Spanish teacher honor, of course.
1: <laughs> yes, Santana.
0: Oh, <Yes. laughs> uh, so good.
1: So then we get to the next scene. Uh, Emma presents Sue with a pamphlet that says...
0: Please don't hog
1: my... Fi- no, we're going to say it together.
0: Okay. And
1: P- please, please don't, don't hog my fiance's, my fiance's nog.
0: nog. And it has some like little sperms on it. Little cartoon please. sperms.
1: Because if you recall, uh, Sue solicited Will for jizz. And, yes. Um, and we find out why she wants it. It's because he is an optimistic and good person. Yeah. Yuck. No bad.
0: (laughs) Well, the worst part about this is that Emma and like what ends up happening here is Emma essentially gets Sue to both compliment Will and neg herself really hard. Uh, Like Sue is like, I'm a bad person and I don't want my kids to be bad people too. Um, Which is real shitty. I don't know if
1: Emma does that, but it definitely happens. She. She. I'm
0: not saying that Emma's like, but Emma's the cause of it. Emma's like, "Hey, why did you ask for Will's jizz?" (laughs) Like, um, it's not
1: great though, right? Like, no,
0: it's terrible.
1: I'm not big on like. Sue is basically like, "Oh, I've tortured Will, and he still works here." Like that is that is her her reaction. That that is what she's saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's like again, it's weirdly humanizing for Sue. Because this also ends with Emma telling Sue, I think you should have a child. I think it's going to be a really good thing for you. Um, and
1: then it's shittily praising Will for no reason. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Stupid. <laughs> also, before we're going to get to it again soon, do you think there's something about this where Emma only talks to people through pamphlets this episode? Like...
1: um, Well, she is feeling very prolific with them.
0: That's true, but why I. it's weird i mean i guess it's it's not that weird it's just it feels like they're taking away emma's voice by having are, her only in talk way. in the way <laughs> in 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 joke pamphlet form but she's but,
1: supposed to be the one writing them so. yeah that's
0: true okay but uh let's, okay yeah so
1: we're we're in the weight room and kurt comes to finn who's lifting uh yep. to chat about college he brings him some like college pamphlets and things yep uh, and he's basically here to try to repair Finn's broken self-esteem pudding
0: yep yeah so one of the things I do have to say at the beginning of the scene Kurt walks in and this might be the only time I praise Finn so people listen up for it oh, oh. um Finn does say hey you want to lift um or you want to lift some which the way that Cory Monteith delivers it is so inviting and, like, so nice, yeah. which is, like, not th- typically this- how weightlifting is seen. So This
1: is the Finn that we could have, you exactly. know? Exactly. Who is, like, just, like, sort of chill and yeah. nice.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> To be fair, this scene also goes pretty well because Finn doesn't talk a lot. Like, there, he has a little yeah. bit of a speech in it, but I think part of one of the reasons I like this episode is because Finn doesn't get to, like... Standoffishly monologue
1: <laughs> a lot. Yeah, the the bit where he's he says what he's been saying for the past few episodes, where he's just like, "Rachel is the only thing good in my life," and yeah. Kurt's like, "No, you're wrong.
0: You're white and privileged. Get <laughs> over yourself." Now, Kurt also has this killer line though. You think something you'd have to keep from everyone you love might not be the best idea in the first place? Yeah, because we're talking about the marriage. Finn is like, I didn't want to tell you because then I, you would have to not tell Bert, and I didn't want to put you in that position. And like, Kurt's like, well, if you didn't want to like,
1: if you didn't want to tell Dad, then are you doing a good thing?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. Honestly, like, I think I just sort of find Finn's like lack of self esteem annoying.
0: Yes. Uh, That's (laughs) that's the.
1: I realize that it's like kind of. I don't know, callous of me, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> no. just not interested.
0: See, that's okay, because that's part of it too. Is I know that we've been really hard on Finn in the past, and I know yeah. that usually when this stuff comes around, I'm just like, win it, like, like I'm just like, I don't care because Finn is white and privileged, and like, and here's the thing, Finn obviously has a self-esteem issue. He yeah. has a serious lack of confidence. That is true, and I think that like, you know, he should he 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 shouldn't be as down on himself as he is but at the same time other people have to deal with so much shit all the time that like
1: yeah maybe just take some perspective like yeah no totally and like kurt is the right person to do this because they're brothers or whatever yeah um but i don't know i honestly just find it annoying
0: yeah, to well, just keep
1: praising Finn,
0: that's that's the part that's really shitty. Is that essentially this is just Kurt praising Finn for a bit, where he's like, everybody wants a hot football star to yeah, be a singer but, at their Glee club because yeah, Ryan Murphy exact, has wet dreams about it.
1: I have an exact quote because Kurt is like, presents him with all these colleges, and he's like, look, these ones have football teams and musical theater programs. Uh, you know, these programs want a quote hot straight football player who can sing and sort of dance.
0: I mean, I uh. guess they do in the sense that they want people that are good at singing. Yeah. Um, but... uh,
1: and I just sort of find that to be two, two true things and two lies and three lies. <laughs> um, so what do you think the true things are? And what do you think the lies are, Sam? Well,
0: Go. obviously one of the truths is can sort of dance. Yep. Um, and then the other one, I guess is, football jock
1: yes (laughs) you got him. because the lies are hot straight and singing
0: (laughs) oh yeah i mean yeah it's just uh, part of it Mm -hmm. you know who else probably has confidence issues Mercedes, (laughs) Mercedes, because <laughs> yes! they tell us every week that Mercedes has confidence issues. So, like, why do and, we focus on uh, fins?
1: Yeah, like, why aren't we talking about Mercedes' future plans? Like, what are her or, plans to get a record deal and like become the next Beyonce? Like, what is she gonna do? We don't or know. Like,
0: or like Mike's future plans? How's that dance stuff going? Yeah, or is like,
1: he? Did he get into dance school?
0: Or like, how are Tina's future plans going? What is she gonna do? You know, when she's the queen bee of the school next year,
1: (laughs) she's gonna be the person who gets all the solos in Klee Club.
0: I seriously doubt that. Oh. I mean, just based on experience,
1: Sugar's gonna get them.
0: (laughs) Not uh, probably though. Um, But yeah. So the next scene is that's all
1: that. The next scene is with Santana and Sue. Uh yes. Sue comes up to Santana, calls her sandbags again, which I fucking hate. Yep. Uh, and uh, like basically confronts her and like threatens her.
0: Which okay, because yeah, so she's accusing Santana of being the one that did the complaints, complained. yeah. Um, which again is the reason why Figgins wouldn't tell you who the student who complained is, like, because you do this kind of shit,
1: because you would literally threaten someone's like life almost. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which like, cause Sue is talking about how like no one comes between me and my family or like threatens my family. Yeah, to um, to, uh,
1: to affect your families to cross the marginal line. That what, is it, it, a reference that she makes.
0: Yeah, I I don't even know what that is. I don't care. It's a
1: I had to look it up. It's a wall that France made to like <laughs> not let the Nazis in. Wow. Like what lots the of, fuck?
0: Lots of World War II in this. Um Gah. also Also though, what's great about this is that Sue's like, uh because Santana's like, family. And Sue's so like, I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> and then Santana says, with whose vagina? Which Nice
1: callback lead. Nice. So
0: good. So good. If only
1: they did a rule of three and had a <laughs> third person else. in the episode say, with whose vagina?
0: Yeah, they don't but um then will comes to break it up um
1: sam if i made a text tone for you that was just me saying with whose vagina would you yes of course
0: yes (laughs) but um what's i i didn't like having to write this but i put Mm -hmm. sue trumply tells us that she's got a new better donor Without telling us who it is.
1: Oh yeah, so Will shows up and is like, "Why are you yelling at Santana?" And Sue then tells them both because she's like, "Will, I don't need your cum. I have a new donor." And then a she
0: better walks donor. Away. And
1: then she walks away. And it's implied that the next person we see on screen is gonna be the donor, right? Is it though? I, I mean, I feel like. That, it, that, uh, that, I'm. I don't know.
0: Maybe, to be fair, maybe Glee is playing with that trope because there's another scene later where it's like you would assume something based on like what just happened in the previous scene and what they show you in the next scene. Honestly, I
1: assume that it's going to be Ricky Martin. I assume that it's Ricky Martin.
0: Okay. I mean, that would be pretty hot. (laughs) Anyway, Ew. no. What do but, you
1: mean, hot? Gross. Uh, the,
0: the next scene isn't Ricky Martin, though. I know. It's Wemma.
1: Yeah, it's Wemma. Uh, so Will is using a like a English to Spanish dictionary to translate a song. Instead of just doing a bilingual song, or like a already written Spanish song, he's decided or, to translate one.
0: Or, and we're gonna get to it, doing a song by a Latinx artist.
1: No, he does not. Fuck
0: you, Will. <laughs> Fuck you straight to hell. Um <laughs> but so Emma arrives to announce that she's got a whole new batch of fresh pamphlets. Yes. Um like you were saying earlier, she is she is like Stephen King with these things. She's feeling very prolific. And so Will is telling her of course, about his struggles because he doesn't listen to her. Yeah. Um, He,
1: he just brushes off all of this. Like he's like, Emma, shut up. I'm, I'm trying to,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to translate.
1: I'm trying to be bad. at. I'm trying to not be bad at Spanish. Uh, and then he yells at her being like, I'm trying to get tenure for us. You're silly. And he's just an asshole. Like yeah, no, hardcore. He's a, he's a
0: he's really an asshole because she's she's kind of like giving him pamphlets as like ways of like, like I said communicating um, yeah, with or, him. I think
1: there's one that's like because he's worried. This is the performance for tomorrow, or whatever. And she like puts a pamphlet that says like stage anxiety. It's not just for.
0: Teenage boys. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, what's also fun is that Will has his shitty little thing about, like, I'm doing this for us and our future children, and I want to make sure yeah. we have health insurance. And then she gives him one that says, <laughs> <laughs> Insurance isn't for everyone. How to give yourself stitches. <laughs> um.
1: uh, and Emma is just like, I'm pretty sure she's after, like, Will brushes her off again. She's like, I'm pretty sure I can take care of myself. Yeah. Which. Uh, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> which well, it's because Will also calls her pamphlet silly, which honestly is over the Margino line or whatever. Um, <laughs> Emma kind of she puts her stuff. She's like, they might be silly, but they are a good conversation starter because reference. And then this she a, stands up and walks away.
1: This is exactly what we feared with
0: with with the fiat with, with engagement. Yes, yeah. is Will is he's an, asshole. Be an
1: asshole to Emma. Poor Emma.
0: <laughs> yes, luckily. We also get some come up into this episode, which is nice. But um, to get um, closer to Emma that. As Emma
1: leaves, though, Emma oh, yeah. is like, oh, as Emma leaves, Will's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, right. He's like starts to try to apologize while she leaves. So.
0: Like an abusive piece of shit. Um, of course. So, so the, next, uh, the next scene I titled, mm, wanky. Because it's, uh, it's Ricky Martin and Santana doing La Isla Bonita. That is uh,
1: Santana's catchphrase, and you are not allowed to take it.
0: <laughs> I um, love that
1: Santana has a catchphrase. Fuck, no, no other character has one. Except for, I don't know, maybe Rachel?
0: I mean, is, Kurt is, Kurt snaps at waiters. Does that count as a catchphrase? Is
1: storming out of a room a catchphrase? <laughs>
0: kind of, but everyone does that now. So she's really more of a trend, I guess.
1: I guess. Uh, So there's, they're singing La Isla Bonita uh, yes. on on the auditorium stage. Uh, there's a lot of lasers. Yes. Do you think those were added in post or are they live?
0: I mean, so the way that Puck in the audience is reacting, I think they're live because Puck I, I is mean, like... Like, are you
1: are you saying that Mark Saling can't like fake uh, sort of a no, I don't know I, like amazement no, and, saying,
0: and enjoyment? I'm just saying the joy in his face at watching these lasers is too real. Well, I sort palpable. of highly
1: doubt that they actually have people in the audience <laughs> while they're on while they're filming stuff on stage. I, I oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that all the audience ones are filmed
0: with separately. Well, that and that does make sense because how would they get such good camera shots of the yes. stage?
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: you're right. They might have been, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's great. Obviously, it's, yeah, it's
1: very good. Of course,
0: yes, um, because it's the, Ricky
1: Martin and Santana. Like, this, of course,
0: this is when I found or noticed though that Ricky Martin has worn the same outfit for every scene. In this it's episode, a, it's a
1: black T-shirt and jeans. <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Maybe
1: he's just, like, one of those guys who is, like, living that that fully minimalist lifestyle and only has, like, five black t-shirts and five pairs of jeans that are all the same.
0: Yeah, and, like, their closet, they're all, like, hung up. Yes. So that way, yeah. Um, I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Santana's also wearing, like, a black dress that is stunning. Um It's
1: a I think it's like a romper. It's yeah. uh, it's like shorts at the bottom. And okay. uh they they dance uh like half tango, half like sort of modern choreography stuff. It's great.
0: Yeah, there's some like salsa type stuff in there too. Yeah. Um which It's all great. We do get a preview of the racism that's incoming, though, because we get a little shot of Will in the audience dressed in. I
1: hated this because it's like I wanted to hear Santana sing.
0: Exactly. Right. Like, because Will is sitting there in this Matador outfit, and uh, Kurt, or no, sorry, Finn leans Mm -hmm. over and is like. Shoo, I thought you were Kurt with your shiny jacket because I'm a homophobic piece of shit. And, uh, no, I
1: I don't, okay. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just like Kurt would wear that jacket. Like, I mean, casually. yes, but
0: like, anyway. But so, <laughs> But then Will is like, I'm an authentic Spanish matador. Um, and yeah, then we cut back to the impa- actual performance. He, he's yeah. like
1: sort of impassioned. Uh, it's well, weird.
0: I think mostly he's just nervous because he's full
1: of white duende.
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! The phrase "white duende" made me feel sick inside a little. Um, uh, so but, yeah. as
1: the song ends, you hear we hear Will saying "Fantastico." <laughs> oh
0: God! To be, I will. I will give props to Matthew Morrison for Matt- the delivery of how yeah. bad the Spanish is in this uh, Matthew episode. Matthew
1: Morrison can cannot pronounce any Spanish word good well which
0: is know, I I think it's intentional I know it's
1: definitely intentional and it's probably the best acting he's done on the show for a while <laughs> Santana taunts him some more uh, yes
0: well because he's he's like Santana that was great and totally cool and whatever why is Ricky Martin here and then uh Santana does say in Spanish he's hot I'm hot and then she's like it wasn't that amazing everyone hooray like <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, then we get to the next number. This is another moment where they pile those two together. Why the why the fuck are they doing this? Glee, you mm. idiots. They only uh, had
0: limited auditorium time, Maggie. Mm. Anyway, so yeah. it's a
1: little less conversation sung by Will uh with a mariachi instrumentation.
0: As and well, let's not forget there are some lyrics that are in Spanish. Yes. Um, he is dressed as, quote, an authentic Spanish matador. And at one point, he has Brittany and Mike come out on stage dressed as bulls. And, um, those, and the has bulls a,
1: are the best part of the song.
0: Yes, but he also has, like, a big red flag. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: well, thankfully, there's, like, Mike and Britney. neither of them, like, fake die.
0: No, that's... Well... Uh, there is a bit where it seems like Britney got stabbed <laughs> with the flag <laughs> like oh, if you watch shit. it you'll see yeah um so part of this a little less conversation is by Elvis mm-hmm. who has here's the thing one i i did some digging on this
1: oh i want to no,
0: hear no 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 latinx heritage none okay. whatsoever so none. completely out two elvis is well known because he essentially
1: Stole black Stole culture, black
0: culture, and yeah. like, like made it popular for white people.
1: Have you been? Are you looking for that new sound? Listen to this, Elvis.
0: Yeah, it's,
1: it's like that, but for yeah. real. It happened in real life, and black and like black culture was stolen by Elvis. It happened. Which
0: I mean. There there's two sides to that, obviously. There are people who say that Elvis also influenced black culture going forward, and mm. also that like it also helped to like pave the way for making black artists more popular with yeah, white people.
1: It made it palatable all... for white people, but Right, right. Like
0: But I'm just saying that like the choice of this artist for yeah, this like weird stereotype performance is bizarre. Like why like, didn't
1: he choose a Latinx artist? Why didn't he choose a song that was already in Spanish? Right? It's not like there isn't a plethora. Like, and you would have had to do so much less work. Did he okay. want to prove that he was able to translate something? I mean. But it's not like he was even able to do it. He had to, like, consult the dictionary for the word conversacion. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: To be fair, it's pretty much the same as the word
1: "conversation." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god oh man uh, but yeah so it,
1: at least like they did a very good job of describing Will's ineptitude
0: <laughs> yes so that's that's this is what happens in this scene Santana is not here for this we see no. her face multiple times during the song and at the very end she is obviously dis- disgruntled, disturbed however you want to put it while everyone else in the Glee Club is like clapping Yay! their happy little heads off Um, but so then Will sees Santana and is like, it was you. It was
1: you. You're the one can- that complained. And Santana's just like, yeah, this is a sh- travesty. Like, yeah, how she's dare like, you? I
0: would do it again.
1: Um, uh, Will, and Will yeah. whines. He's like, that's not fair. This is my life. And Which, Santana yeah. says, this is my education. And you're treating it like a joke.
0: Yeah. Which, to be fair, this monologue honestly makes this episode one of like this is the yeah. reason i love this episode because santana like you're like we're saying will is like this is an adult thing you wouldn't understand and Santana's like this is my education and it's not a joke to me um and then santana just kind of breaks it down where she's he's like well all of them loved it and santa's like they're they don't too know stupid any, like they don't yeah, know any better, they don't you know any better teach because you didn't better because
1: you're the one teaching us yeah and like you piece of garbage <laughs>
0: Well and then my I, I wrote down my favorite line, which is you don't even know enough to be embarrassed about the stereotypes you're perpetuating. Mm-hmm. Because that really is what like is at the heart of this entire plot for me. And also yeah. Glee a lot of the time. Like yeah. it feels like Glee doesn't know enough to be embarrassed about the stereotypes it perpetuates sometimes. Which yeah. is why, like we said at the top of the show the problem because if glee knew this if yes. glee has an episode that says this that's then so I expect, self-aware <laughs> i expect so much better for the rest of their fucking show and they, they don't fail. fail yeah they fail Ugh. yeah so
1: that's it uh santana's just like yeah i complained and i do it again
0: well and S- we also there is a little bit unfortunately oh, yes. we do get some more complimenting of will but Santana does force Will in front of everyone <laughs> to dig into his own life, <laughs> and she says, "Why did you even take this job in the first place?" Yeah, and why Will's... did you
1: become a Spanish teacher?"
0: And will admits that it was only because it was the on... because it was the only teaching position available.
1: Cool. Which, that is like quite the admission, right? Yes, like it's basically yeah. admitting he doesn't know how to speak Spanish.
0: Well and also cool. like we already know that Will is in this state like in this eternal state of arrested development.
1: Where he wanted to get a job at his own high school so bad that he took a job that he was not
0: in any way qualified for. Yeah. Like
1: I I'm I'm amazed that he got it.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> like oh, I guess God. maybe
1: it was a different job market and like two thousand eight when he got a job.
0: Yeah. Or earlier than that, maybe the Susie Pepper storyline technically happened a you're year right. or two before. I don't know.
1: Two thousand five.
0: He got grandfathered in, maybe. Um so anyway. Like but like I said, she also compliments him a little because she's like, You've always taught us that we should have you ha- passion. Yeah, or you, whatever.
1: You're you're good when you teach Glee and it's like, is he is he though? Because he? he? did,
0: he did make you guys do this assignment and then failed on all accounts on his part and also criticized you for doing a good job. So like...
1: Woo! <laughs> anyway. So, so Shannon, we get to the next scene. Uh, we're in the teacher's lounge where Shannon is um, being a much better supportive friend <laughs> <SL>. to, to, <laughs> yes, to Emma than Will would ever be, uh, yes. praising her for her pamphlets. Uh, and... Uh, shaming Will unintentionally.
0: No, that's the the real point of the scene is to shame Will. It's not that Shannon's intentionally doing it, but it's for the dramatic effect of Will feels very ashamed at this point, which is very good. Uh,
1: Because we find out that Emma has made the perfect pamphlet for one of Shannon's main problems, which is that none of the boys in Glee specifically are washing their junk well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Gross. Will and laughs, I, I and it's not it's a like, laughing matter.
1: I don't think it's like the boys in Glee are supposed to be that, but that's the only ones we see.
0: Yeah, I think Shannon makes it sound like it's a problem with the entire football team. Maybe also but other Rory sports. Rory isn't on but the like,
1: fucking football team.
0: No, I don't know. The best it's because they don't have any other actors, Maggie.
1: It's true. They sent all the football players home, like they're not on the call sheet anymore. Yeah. Um I would say the like the one good part of that cutaway when we see like the boys like talking about this pamphlet is uh Corey Monteith actually does a pretty good comedic performance where he's just like, Huh, lift and scrub. Who knew it could be so easy?
0: Well that's once again, it falls very much into that line where like in the Christmas episode he had the line where he's like, No, we are not those Star Wars characters <laughs> and any resemblance is merely coincidental. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's sort of like, I don't know, Finn being this kind of surprised infomercial. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like participant. Yes. That is where he is the most likable.
0: Yes. Um, but yeah. So effectively, um, uh, Will yeah. feels ashamed because Emma. So Emma's uh, pamphlets
1: are being yeah. ordered for all of the top 10 College, College the-
0: football teams, yeah, yeah.
1: and ten thousand junk washing pamphlets for Ohio State from Cooper. Yeah, and yeah. Will is right there, and Shannon's just like, "Did you see how awesome Emma is?"
0: Yeah, no. Well, what's great is Shannon is like, "Aren't you proud of her for how good of a job she's done?" And Will's like.
1: <laughs> <"Ugh."> <laughs> <laughs> Then we go back to night class. It is yes. the end of night class.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before, before we... Yeah. So what we're doing, they're doing the thing where like every... And I'm guessing most of the people who listen to the show are millennials. We are as well. We're mm-hmm. at the end of every like activity. Everyone gets an award.
1: A superlative um, award, which, of course.
0: Which I wrote down... Yeah, of course, everyone gets an award, these baby boomers, because all of the people (laughs) in this night class are old people. Like, yeah, I'm sick. I'm sick of people shitting on millennials. That's really all I got to say about (laughs) that. Um,
1: Listen, I am too, but we can't we can't die on this horse today.
0: (laughs) But so, yes, they're giving David is giving out awards at night school. He also says the phrase, it was a beautiful year.
1: Yeah. What? 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 This is... What? (laughs) What? It it would have been a week.
0: Yeah. See, okay. My thing... He also talks about, like, the woman who we talked about earlier who made the... Essentially was a joke about how she's racist towards her maid who is Mm -hmm. a Spanish-speaking individual, tells us that now she knows how to tell her maid to use the bathroom at home before she comes to work, um, which is still pretty racist and terrible. Yeah. But, like... Again, people don't learn languages in a week, especially no. at night school. Like,
1: also, like, what is this lady's problem? A toilet is a toilet.
0: I don't know. Fucking She's relax. A racist. It's, it's probably
1: that toilet is probably being cleaned anyway.
0: Yeah. Um. That's. It's just. Is it, like, is this removed from time? Like,
1: I don't know. It's so confusing <laughs> because, like. This this story conclusion needs to happen here while Will is ashamed yeah,
0: exactly of, of
1: how bad of a Spanish teacher he is, right? Well,
0: and also, it needs to happen here because, like, we've had this whole week and Ricky Martin has been involved with the Glee Club. And, like, it just, it doesn't, I don't, I don't understand. Do you think understand. it would have been
1: better if they took out that line? Yes. Like, <laughs> About the year?
0: Yeah, just say, like, it's been great or something like that.
1: Yeah, or, or, you, this has been a great class.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mostly because I just, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. No, it
1: doesn't. So Will gets the most improved award. Yeah. Which he does recognize himself. He's like, oh, this is a very embarrassing thing to get as a Spanish teacher myself. Yeah. And then he, um, relinquishes his job to ricky martin yes and we find
0: out we find out that figgins is on board for this
1: yes yeah i mean ricky martin obviously deserved the the teachership the teacher's job all along exactly will should have relinquished it the moment he stepped foot into that night school classroom yeah but Uh, he's
0: pride he's prideful maggie and and, he's but kind of Santana
1: tore him down. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out that Will's going to teach history in the place of Ms. Hagberg.
0: Yep, because he's definitely qualified to do that, and he and, definitely cares a lot about that, too. Uh,
1: yeah, in the History Channel. And then Which, Ricky yeah. Martin praises him for his glee teaching and how much white duende <laughs> he has there.
0: So once again, though, like, the problem, obviously, is that this is... It's very good that Will gave up the Spanish teaching job because they have a Spanish teacher who actually is good. Like, yes, is one someone who speaks Spanish. Weirdly a good Am- qualification amazing. for the job. We're falling right into the same thing where he's going to teach history. I'm sure there are people out in the world who would love to teach history to high schoolers because mm-hmm. they care about history and, like, teaching high schoolers it.
1: And have a degree in history, probably. Yeah.
0: And yet Will just somehow got this job.
1: Like... Ugh, disgusting.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Why... I mean, I guess the real question is, like, why can't we just have, like, a Sue situation where Will just teaches Glee Club? Like, he has an office in the choir room. Like, he just... Well, like Like, why, why not just have him teach that and, like, let real teachers do the real teacher job?
1: Because, like, that would legitimize Glee too much, right? And oh, they need to yeah. be underdogs.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah,
1: but anyway, like... It's frustrating. It's yeah. horrible.
0: Yeah. So then David asks about tenure in order to cut us into Becky giving Sue a body or a baby fluid injection.
1: Yeah. It's implied that Sue has gotten tenure because yes. um, there's a non implied butt shot right. going into her butt. Uh, yes. And Becky confesses to the complaint. Yep. Uh, uh, and uh, Sue's like, well, I knew all along, ever since I. Stole Broken the documents.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you <laughs> broke into Fickens' <laughs> office and found the documents. Um,
1: uh, and uh, then she forgives Becky and is like, "Do you really think I'm like losing my edge?" And Becky says, "Maybe I don't know." <laughs> basically,
0: <laughs> which I mean, I think. There's a good point there. It seems like Sue has not been as focused on the Cheerios as she has been in the past.
1: Yes, because she's too focused on destroying the Glee Club. Well, uh, mostly and... just
0: Will. Like, yeah. <laughs> not even Glee Club
1: anymore. <laughs> just Will. Uh, but also wanting his sperm at the same time. She's just sort right. of obsessed with him. Uh, yeah. And Becky tells her that she's going to be a good mom.
0: Right. Which, again, humanizing Sue. <laughs> like,
1: Very strange.
0: Yeah. Um. But so then we move to the next scene. Um, I wrote, we oh, see- right, this plot.
1: <laughs> yes, we see <laughs> Sam and Mercedes in two different places, and they're both looking at clocks. And yes. And it, it clicks to a time, and this must be the time that they can speak to one another again. Yes. Uh, and they go out into the hallway, and they see each other, but then the writers were like, we don't know how these two characters will interact. <laughs> (laughs) So Shane interrupts and pulls Mercedes away to go eat lunch off campus.
0: Which is it? it, Essentially, it's implying that Mercedes has chosen or Shane over Sam. Also, neither of them say anything. Nothing. Like,
1: oh my god, this plotline is like so half-assed. Like, why (laughs) is it even here? In general, like, why is Sam Sadie even the thing? It's like the the. Every time yeah. we get a hint of Sam Sadie's, it's just the same thing over and over again. Yep. And it's horrible and well, stupid. And these characters never even, like, genuinely connect.
0: Yeah, Maggie, we already we already pretty much outlined the reason. It's that this show is on Fox, and there's no way in hell <laughs> they were going to show a, like, happy, normal, biracial relationship on Fox. Also,
1: like, like with... Uh, it's, I think it's another thing, like, Mercedes being, like, a larger person, yeah, like, especially at that time too. in TV, was, yeah. like, a big deal for her to oh. not be with someone of of a similar stature.
0: Yeah, it's, it's still like that, which is disgusting. Ew. So, Gross. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's move to the last scene of the episode, Wemma. Will has taken a, a leaf out of Emma's book, or a pamphlet, if you will. Um, mm. He has made her dinner, and he's made some pamphlets to apologize without using words, which I am a big fan of, because whenever <laughs> Will doesn't talk, it's usually going pretty good. Um, but he he gives her some pamphlets, and we find out that apparently Emma is the one who got tenure, not Sue.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: Um, Because apparently the tenure position could also go to a school counselor who doesn't teach anything. Whatever. Who cares? I don't give a shit about details. Then Will talks, and that's not as good, really. Like, yeah. he apologizes and says some shit about how Terry was never supportive of him, and then he's doing the same thing, and so he feels bad about it. But, like...
1: Yeah. And it's like, yeah, Will, we're pretty aware that you're, like, trying to destroy your own life for some reason. Okay? <laughs> We've watched you do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but so Emma seems Emma seems to have you know.
1: Yeah, she accepts him. his apology, I guess, and like yeah. they kiss, and then the show's over. It's done.
0: Yeah, um, sort of I hate fizzle. ending here. Sort yeah, of exactly. A fizzle
1: there, folks. Oh, Why God. did you have your last song be nine minutes away from the <laughs> ending? What also, are you it doing? was.
0: It was also a little less conversation, which was not good. So. Why
1: didn't you like have Will sing like a Spanish love song to oh. Emma?
0: Sorry, a little less (laughs) conversación. Negocio de podcast. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important.
1: Gold stars are important. Because gold stars stars are a metaphor metaphor for for me being a star. (laughs) So that was us singing the podcast business in Spanish. Hooray! I I think we can at least say that that we were better than Will. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, this is the podcast business where we do gold stars first. That's where we reward a character with a gold star uh, for their actions, reactions, and general presence on the episode.
0: Yes. Um, So, Maggie, who is your Estrella de Oro going to?
1: That was really good. Uh, It's being split between Mercedes and Santana.
0: It's also probably Estrella de Oro, but whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. S- Santana and Mercedes are both.
1: Yeah, I mean great. Santana destroys Will, uh, yes. yes, handily so. And Mercedes, I really liked her song that she, yes. uh, the Gloria Esteban song she sang, and um, I don't know. I I I think she, um, like I said, I think that song just really hit it for me and. It's not her fault that the writers don't know how to give her a good storyline.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I I only, I, I opted to give my I full d- gold star to I, Santana. So. I do
1: have a special mention for Ross oh. Washington as well. Of
0: course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, it's so mean, but like, oh,
1: but oh the, God,
0: it's so good.
1: <laughs> she's only being mean to Sue. So. <laughs> that, that doesn't
0: count. Sue's not human. Oh, Wait. Um, Uh,
1: it's not that Sue isn't human it's that she is also an asshole
0: (laughs) yeah I'm giving my full one to Santana mostly because like I said the scene where Santana just like breaks it down for Will is very very good top notch Yeah. so uh, let's move to the next the next piece Mejor Cancion
1: oh best song so we've got La La Cucaracha Sexy and I Know It Don't Wanna Lose You bombaleo slash hero la isla bonita and a little less conversation
0: yeah this is a real light episode on music huh
1: yeah it it, i think it especially feels that way because we just watched michael
0: yeah that's true
1: yeah it's and i i think it's not just that it's light because we've had plenty of episodes with this number of songs it's just like the spacing of it is garbage
0: yeah that's true
1: they really did not figure out where they wanted the music well.
0: Yeah. And part of it, too, I Ricky think he should have
1: had three songs also. Yeah. Not
0: two. I think the other thing that I also feel is that since it is the first time that we've gotten this, like, like, and like on the same wavelength as like Santana, when Shu was like, we're going to do Latin songs. And Who? Santana's like, why now? Like, good, but like. Um, but that's part of it for me is there should be more. Like, if we're yeah. doing this, we should do more.
1: If you're doing Latin if you're doing Latinx songs, do Latinx songs.
0: Also that, yes. If you can't tell, I'm not giving it to the Elvis number. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I
1: think I'm gonna be giving mine to Sexy and I Know It.
0: Nice. Yeah, I mean that's the first time that song's ever won an award, so <laughs>
1: um, I don't Okay. <laughs> I think it could win, so- like party anthem of the summer song, t- like you know, 2012 or whatever.
0: Yeah, um, I'm I'm going for La Isla Bonita. Um,
1: Great, so we got our Ricky Martin bases covered. Perfect. Yeah, pretty
0: much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I mean, it's just a good song, and also, you know, I I personally enjoy the fact that it was a song that was done by two Latinx characters for yes. the Latinx episode. Yes. What a what a revelation. They only <laughs> had one. So.
1: Wow, it shouldn't be this hard. Uh yeah, so that's the That's, that's the all of number. that. Oh, yeah. so we need to do the final part of podcast business, which is
0: classification de slushy. Oh. I don't think that's the right rating though. Um I don't know. Google Translate is not helpful for this. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, neither of us took Spanish in high school. Sorry. Like we said.
0: (laughs) Yep. Um, So we're just being Will Schuster, looking it up in the dictionary. But we're doing slushy ratings. So just like characters in the show, we are big bullies who like to slushy the show to show our displeasure with it. Um, We do it on a scale of five slushies. The lower, the better. Obviously, no one wants to get slushied. Maggie, what are you going to give this episode?
1: I'm giving this episode one slushy. Okay. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I think we've talked about it already, how like the self-awareness in this episode is good. And like yes. how like trashing on Will is great. So that's where I'm at.
0: <laughs> it okay. wasn't
1: too bad of an episode and I enjoyed watching it because Will got torn apart. Yes. However, okay. they still praised him in parts yeah. and I didn't like that. So a slushy for you.
0: So I think this is the first time well, I don't know if this is the first time I've ever done this, but it's the first time this season for sure. I'm giving this zero out of five slushies.
1: Woo! I zero honestly, out of five slushies!
0: I honestly think this might be one of the best episodes of the show, period. Mm. Um, mostly- Don't I, say
1: that, because the next episode is very good. <laughs>
0: so part of it is, like we were saying, we'll get torn apart. This does not happen very often, and I need it to happen more. But the amount that it happens in this episode is great. Yeah. The amount of praising, I really dislike. But honestly, if I have to take some of the bullshit praise that happens to get this level of tearing down, I'll take it. Because sure. you know what? Like, Yeah. And then also, um, we got to see some of the, like we talked about, some of the sides of like even Finn, a character I do not like. We got to see some sides of him that I didn't hate. They were um, palatable. Yeah. we. I, I actually do like the plot of trying to humanize Sue a little bit. Because I sure. always love Sue when she's actually like a person and not just a villain. And then, you know, those burns by Roz are just top notch. So biting. Yeah. But like, and then Santana, I just, I like this episode yeah, a lot. I, I think, so. um
1: I think that Santana of it all is really great uh because yeah. she's like, Take me seriously, Will. Like, actually listen to what your students have to say and stop treating being a Spanish teacher like a joke.
0: Because you
1: don't speak Spanish.
0: Which, honestly, again, the way that this translates to the show at large is...
1: Is not great.
0: It's upsetting (laughs) because, honestly, the show is not... The showrunners, we've talked about it a lot. Yes. They're all white. They're yes. all men. So yes. they really don't know how to tell any stories that are not from those perspectives. And also like, yeah, some of them are gay, but like, I still don't trust them with queer storylines. <laughs> <And laughs>
1: yeah, also, I, don't tr- I don't trust them with no. queer storylines because the ones that they've written are not, haven't been very good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. And like, just in general, I just, it also just has that, like, I, I this sounds terrible, I need to find a better word for it, but like, it, it kind of has. Well, kind of has that like Hollywood like stink of it, where mm. they like are kind of being like condescending about how like oh look how inclusive we are. We yeah. have a black character, and it's like
1: <laughs> no, Sam, you're <laughs> right. Like it's it's like, it's like you know the third pass of a of editing a math textbook, and they're like this is not diverse enough. <laughs> Yeah,
0: well, change that Susie to a Santana, and change that uh, mm. that little uh, 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 Andy to a to a Mike Chang. How about that?
1: Oh, and make sure that the other Asian person I know Chang is in her last name. Add another last name so that they're not both <laughs> oh, <God>. Chang. Oh,
0: <sighs> yeah. Um, Gross. Disgusting. Yeah. But that's the thing. I like this episode yes. a lot. Like it's good. I think I think this is. If anything, this shows me what Glee could have been in in breaking down this idea that, like, oh, you know, like, I love Latin culture. I'm going to do a ton of stereotypes that show off how much I love Latin culture. And then a Latinx person goes, you can't just do stereotypes. That's terrible. Like, you're teaching people bad things. Yeah. You can't
1: just be a matador and say that that's Latinx culture. Right. Well.
0: Yeah. So... Anyway, that's been this episode. It Um, has been. Yeah. Um, Next week, we're going to talk about season three, episode 13, Heart.
1: Oh, and it's so good. And I've been so excited to talk about this episode for a while. Jeff Goldblum is in it. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. And not only
1: that, our episode is going to have some special guests. You can reach us on Twitter at s and hey Glee. You can also e- reach us at our email, s and Glee at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, but fuck Facebook. And um, what else? Uh, you can check out our Instagram at S&M hey Glee.
0: I am very bad at Twitter, so I might miss some tweets sometimes. But if you please, please let us know about how you might have had a bad impression on random strangers while you were hiking listening to our podcast because that oh my God. is great. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love, love that.
1: Just us screaming profanities <laughs> about glee of all things. Um we did get an email uh, f- from someone. Uh so uh, this uh, I, I don't know who this person is. They their like handle on Gmail is KBKF so we'll call them KB. Uh, so KB writes you guys keep mentioning Finn forgetting Rachel's a vegan in the first time so I wanted to shine some light on the situation in this scene from the episode that was thankfully deleted we see that it was Kurt's idea for Finn and Rachel to have steak (laughs) so (laughs) so really
0: all of them are bad friends to Rachel is what you're telling
1: us yeah so did Kurt forget as well was it was this a deliberate act and Kurt's evil you decide (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that and is actually
0: a much better, much yeah. better. And then they suggest
1: that we check out, um, these, uh, like scripts of deleted scenes if we ever get the chance. And I think we, we should. They're very, yes. um, <laughs> these are very interesting. Yeah. So, um, here's uh here's the scene. Kurt. Okay. Here's tomorrow's menu. Finn. Omaha steaks a la Kurt. <laughs> Kurt. After dinner, like both ends of the dharma flame log and the evening will be set. Finn. Thanks, Kurt. I want this dinner to be perfect. Tomorrow is going to be really special. Sorry, I started doing a Finn impression. You're fine. (laughs) Kurt, wait, are you saying what I think you're saying? Okay, I don't want to know. What?
0: This scene is so bad. It's glad I wasn't in the show. Yeah, like.
1: But yeah, so in my email response, I did write maybe Kurt was just testing Finn, or he probably forgot because no one listens to Rachel for real.
0: <laughs> they, I mean, seriously,
1: they all just tune her out. The jerks.
0: I would like to pin this on Blaine because he is our like it, yes standard evil. Maybe, maybe Blaine was like telling Kurt, he's like, you know, like you maybe know, Kurt we're mentioned all it.
1: we're all gonna have sex this week. So yeah, me and Rachel have been chatting
0: about it. We're all gonna have sex this week. You should make not, sure that they not eat together, me.
1: not all together. <laughs> no, but, no. You know.
0: Well, maybe that's incest.
1: Well, they're stepbrothers, you know. It's hardly flowers in the attic.
0: Yeah, that's that's what the movie Stepbrothers is about. Anyway. Um,
1: what if it was?
0: <laughs> so good. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but thank you. If you have similar revelations for us about Glee, um, whether they are actually content that was not in the show but was created by the show or your own content, um, we would love to hear it. So feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, but... if you
1: if you want to write, a, like a full script for a glee episode sam and i will perform it in no, our, our our worst approximations of impressions of all the characters
0: <laughs> that's gonna get so racist so fast and i am not excited what, anyway I,
1: are you saying that we would have racist impressions i mean how no, dare you i'm just
0: i'm just saying we're not gonna i don't feel like it'd be very sensitive for us two no. white people to do that
1: <laughs> no but I anyway think you're right Okay. Anyway,
0: um, if you like what we do here um, and you want more of us, you can find Maggie online, mcar.biz, or her Instagram, which is mcar.jpeg. J P E G.
1: And you can check Sam out at his other podcast, All Out Brawl, that he does with his boyfriend Chris. It's about Magic: The Gathering.
0: Hell yeah! Um, but that's just all we got for this yeah. That's week. all. That's so- all it
1: is. So.
0: Yeah, next week we'll be back with. We already season talked. Three. We
1: already talked about that. So, I, but
0: I say that at the end of the episode to lead <laughs> us in the outro, we'll be back with season three, episode thirteen, heart. Until then, I've been Sam. <laughs> I've been Becky. <Maggie>. And. And,
1: <laughs> and. we hate Glee. Fuck. From the top. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Ha ha ha.